Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dear Future Hubby Podcast. I am your host, Therese Therese, and I hope that y'all are having a blessed and amazing day. I'm going to read a poem from my book of poetry entitled, A Strong Will Mind Healing Scars Over Time Through My Poetry. And today's poem is entitled, Impossible. For you to really believe that I am easily deceived, that you can continue to blind me with your lack of integrity, is impossible, simply impossible. I see right through you, all the crazy things you do. You think that it's cool. I'm not a fool. You won't get away with this game that you're playing. It's impossible, simply impossible. One of these days, you will open your eyes, the promises that you break by speaking those lies, the ones that you've hurt by doing your dirt. You think you've gotten away, but you haven't. It's impossible, simply impossible. So as I read that poem, it causes me to reflect on a lot of my past relationships where infidelity was running rampant on the other person's side and how I got to a point, excuse me, where I just got tired of fussing, cussing, going through all that you go through whenever you're dealing with a relationship where infidelity infidelity is playing a part. I just really got tired of that. And a lot of times, um, just for my, I'm only speaking from my experience, a lot of times whenever you are in a relationship where the person that you are trying to build something with is not being faithful to you, it will cause you to become insecure. <coughs> Excuse me mainly because they normally say when whatever attracted you to that person and whatever attracted them to you, it becomes a highlight in the beginning, but then for whatever reason, it may change over time. And so the very thing that they were complimenting you about, that they were so attracted to you about when they first got with you, now all of a sudden they're complaining about it. You put on too much makeup. Too many people are calling you. Um, Just, you know, the list goes on. So, (coughs) excuse me. And a lot of times what I learned back in the day is that the reason why these particular people were cheating on me is simply because they were not ready to be monogamous. They didn't want to be in a monogamous relationship. My whole thing is that if, you are an individual who does not desire monogamy, why say it? <laughs> and if, you're, if your objective changes and one day you look up and you're like, I don't think I could do this anymore, why not have that conversation with the person that you are involved with to let them know, hey, um, I don't think I can do the monogamy thing any longer. So you can opt to stay in this or we can part ways. And the only reason why I make that statement is because I really believe that a lot of mess could be avoided if people would just state their truth. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, the person that's trying to be in the relationship with you 
will not feel some type of way. If one day they're thinking they're madly in love and you're madly in love right back, and next thing you know they hear you talking about, uh, I don't think I could do this monogamy thing. I mean, yeah, it might make them feel some type of way. So it does matter how you approach the situation. But at the same time, I truly believe that people have more respect of the other individual whenever they tell the truth. I believe that a lot of the indifferent feelings that start to come up is whenever someone is not telling their whole truth. (coughs) Excuse me. And when that takes place, it literally just messes how they view you. It messes up how they view you. It messes up how you communicate. It messes up how you um, just a lot. It messes up a lot. It messes up the relationship. And so in order for you to be able to operate in your full authentic self, why not try being honest? I mean, of course, hopefully you're putting some love on top of that and you're speaking your truth in love and you're not being, you know, really rash and you're not being, you know, really just mean about it. But you can speak your truth in love. You can tell someone that you're not on the same page with them without taking away from them, so to speak, in terms of um, mistreating them or and, and I do believe that whenever you are being unfaithful, that's exactly what you're doing. You're mistreating the person that you state that you care about. So in that particular point, um, it's crazy how this. there was one individual that I was dating at the time, and he had actually told me, oh, I'm not doing anything, I'm not messing with anyone. And it's something about a woman's intuition. A woman always knows when something is not right. Now, her her intuition may not be 100% correct all the time, but a lot of times she's in the right area. There's something about how people, people are pretty much, if you pay attention to them, <coughs> excuse me, if you learn how to read body language and if you learn how to read energies and if you learn how to pay attention to the words that come out of people's mouths, and just how they move. If you really, truly pay attention, maybe that's why I like the people watch. But um, if you really, truly pay attention to people, they'll tell you the truth. Just with their body language, their conversation, all of that. You'll get the truth some kind of way. The way their eyes move with certain situations. You know, you get in a certain atmosphere, and then they, they start to move differently. Um, so this particular gentleman He was like, I'm not doing anything, I'm not doing anything. And I just had that gut feeling that he just was not being honest. So I ended up, I didn't even do investigative work. I just prayed. And I was like, Lord, please reveal what is hidden. Reveal to me what this man is not telling me. Um, And I needed to know that because I don't like what it feels like whenever I am being, or someone is trying to pull the wool over my eyes. I just don't like what that feels like. So, lo and behold, I don't even remember how I found this out. I probably was snooping, y'all. Let me take that back. I probably, I don't even know. I don't remember, but I found out. I think it was like he, no, he made, he said, you can check my phone is what he said. So he's like, you can check my phone. So I checked his phone. I saw a number. And the number did not have a name on it. It was just a number. So what I did, I took that, you know, he didn't see me do it, but I took the, like, I took a mental note of what that phone number was. 
went to the bathroom, called the number. I think I texted the number. So I asked her, um, I didn't know it was a female at the time, but I asked the individual, um, how did they know him? So she asked if she could call me, and I told her she could. Well, when she called me, she ended up telling me how they had met on a dating site, and she ended up telling me how she had been over to his house and pretty much what all transpired. And so I was like, thank you for sharing that information. And she told me I was welcome. And, you know, we handled it like two adult women. So he and I um, had a conversation, and I told him I knew. I knew something wasn't right. And to be quite honest, um, he was very attention-driven. So because he was attention-driven, um, one of the things that he that came out when we were having the conversation was that he didn't like the fact that I had a lot of male friends. So even though I was not involved with these male friends, it made him feel insecure. And one of the reasons why it made him feel insecure is because a lot of my male friends were a different type of caliber of guys, and he felt intimidated by their status. And a couple of those male friends were my exes. And um, because I, even though a relationship may not work for me or, you know, with whoever I'm dealing with, one thing I try to do is maintain a friendship. And so a lot of my male friends, actually to this date, are exes. And um, so that didn't even sound right. Let me say that again, because <laughs> that does not sound right. It, that sounds weird. It's not like 90% of the men that I'm friends with I have been in a relationship with. That's not what that is. I'm just saying, like, maybe three or four of the guys that I've dated I'm still friends with. So, okay, I just had to correct that because when I, when I said it, I was like, girl, that does not sound right. <laughs> but anyway, and then, okay, but if that were the case, it's still my business. Anyway, so I digress. So anyway, so when um, he confessed this to me, uh, I told him, you know, I expressed to him like there's, I've never put you in a situation that you should ever feel like, you know, that I'm not being faithful. I'm very transparent. I tell you everything. And what I learned in that situation is that everybody cannot handle your truth. Everybody just can't handle your truth. You can try your best to tell them your truth and, Depending on where they're at mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, they're still going to find a way to twist your truth. So when I recognize that, I mean, we, we're still cool to this day. We don't talk at all, but we're still cool to this day. But um, one of the things that I recognize is that this is why it's vital to have these conversations. You could actually have a dialogue with the person that you're dating way before you start to entertain infidelity. I'm just saying. So um, one of the reasons why I also believe that it's important is because we have a tendency, if we're not careful, to bring our past, rela yeah, our past relationship experiences into our present relationship experiences. And so infidelity can take place in that regard. Let's say that you were dating someone um, that was cheating on you, and you never really dealt with that. 
So then you get into a brand new relationship. That person ain't never did anything to elude you to believe that they are not being faithful. Next thing you know, they are crying their eyes out because they find out that you've been cheating on them the whole time. And the reason why you were cheating on them the whole time is because you never dealt with the fact that the person, your ex, was cheating on you. So hurting people hurt people, remember? So because hurting people hurt people, you felt some type of way because things did not go your way in that other relationship. And that's just not fair. It's just not fair. To the person that hasn't done anything to you, it's not fair. And so that's something to also keep in mind anytime that you are potentially dealing with insecurities. If you're dealing, if you are a person that's dealing with insecurities, please get help. Heal first. Because when I look over some of these pages of what I've written in my book, I start to realize that a lot of these words had everything to do with pain that I endured because of who I was dealing with. For example, here's another point. It's called release your past. When we first met, you told me things that I will never forget. But as the truth was revealed over time, I realized that you are living a double life. You said that you were a single man, but the truth is you were in a relationship. You led me to believe that she was the one who ended it months ago, way before I came into your life. Now I am forced to make your wrong choice right. I wish it was easy for me to up and walk away while something keeps telling me that I should stay. When we are apart, I really do miss you, but the idea of sharing you is something I cannot agree to. Wow. Two girlfriends at the same time. This whole relationship was built on lies. I wish you had released your past, and now there is no turning back. It's best that I just say goodbye, because she doesn't deserve your lies. Crazy how I once believed that we would, that we would last, but the truth is you never released your past. And it's a lot of situationships 